Founder Space Startup Supercharge. I'm Captain Hawk, CEO of Founder Space, the leading global startup accelerator. I'm also author of the award-winning books Make Elephants Fly, Surviving a Startup, and The Five Horses. I am not worried about AI ruling human beings like science fiction. Like you I don't. know, I know Elon Musk and others say AI is going to take over and, and become evil and control every human being. That we don't know. the The bottom line is we have no idea what AI will do when it becomes super powerful. By super powerful, I mean more intelligent than human beings. You you think now they're not more intelligent than human beings? Oh, far from it. Far from that. So AI isn't even close to the intelligence of humans. That's、so、good. Let me explain this to you. Where we are now is we have very intelligent, narrow AI, AI that does one thing or two things really well. But let's take, for example, a self-driving car. Right? We are now seeing cars that can drive themselves. They're very good at getting you as a passenger from point A to point B. And they may do a much better job than you, avoiding、yeah. accidents in the future. You know, much safer, more efficient. That is their strength. But you ask your AI in your car, what what city am I in?、Mm. It could tell you, I'm in Beijing.、Mm -hmm. What is a city? It has no idea what a city is.、Uh -huh. What is a road? It doesn't know. What am I, a human being? It doesn't know.、Uh -huh. Your AIs, most of the every AI. Out there is what's called narrow AI.、Mm. Even ChatGTP,、yeah. which seems smart, actually has no idea what it's saying. It has no idea, you know, who you really are. It doesn't understand the world in general. It's not as smart as even a young, young, young child. Right? <laughs> okay. So we、uh, we get confused because we see AI do certain things very well with data, right? That humans can't do: compute numbers really fast, you know, make calculations, make predictions. All of these things seem superhuman. But the AI itself、uh, is—it's is, focused in a very narrow area, depending on the data it's given. Okay. Someday we may have AI that actually、uh, has capabilities equivalent to the human brain,、mm. which means it can understand context,、mm -hmm. not just how do I solve this task, how do I get this thing done, how do I give this answer for you, like ChatGTP, but really. Why am I giving this answer? What am? Wh where do I exist? You know, at what space do I exist? What is around me? AI doesn't isn't even close to that. Self consciousness. It doesn't have to be conscious to do that. So those are that's a whole other thing. <laughs> okay. So an AI could、uh, effectively emulate means simulate, uh, uh, pretend to be conscious, and we at some point AI will be good enough that it will. Understand itself,、uh, all that we understand, perhaps without ever being conscious,、okay. as we are conscious. All right. So, consciousness is a dangerous term. Yeah. Because we equate consciousness with our emotions, with our biology. We can't really separate consciousness from our body. No. So, what is consciousness? You know, humans are conscious in terms of being a human being.、Uh, AI is it conscious? Or will it ever be conscious in the way we are conscious? Well, probably not, right? If it has a consciousness, it will be a very different type of consciousness、uh, that will、uh, be alien to ours.、Mm. 
Okay. So back to your original question. Okay. <laughs> Will AI destroy the world? The answer is we don't know because we're not even close to AI that can be as intelligent as humans, let alone have a consciousness. But um, what we do know is that AI is becoming exponentially more powerful. It is becoming incredibly powerful. We can see this with ChatGTP, yeah. many other AI software out there. Um, and it can do things we never thought possible that seem almost like magic. You yeah, know, yeah. Answer our questions on complex subjects, write essays, create uh, images like in seconds that would take an artist weeks or months to create. Yeah, true. You know, these are things that feel like magic to us. So we're like, oh, it's more powerful than us. But it isn't. Um, uh, what I'm really worried about is how humans use AI. There's a great danger and a much bigger danger that humans who have bad intentions, they could be uh, companies with bad intentions, they could be a government with bad intentions, they could be a terrorist organization with bad intentions that uses the power of AI uh, to uh, disrupt society oh. and cause great damage to society. So okay. this around the world uh, AI is spreading, right? So even uh, countries with that are very unstable, terrorist groups, other organizations, or big corporations that just want to make money from you and don't really care about your well-being, they will be using these very powerful tools that can yeah. manipulate people, that can change uh, society in very profound ways. And we need our first priority, if we're going to worry about something, it's not about AI itself taking over. <laughs> it's about how people use AI in society. We really need to understand that at a deep level and start thinking about the problems and making sure AI is used responsibly. Okay. That is our number one priority. Because if we don't get that right, uh, we're going to have a lot of problems well before AI becomes conscious <laughs> or has superhuman intelligence. All and right. you know, mm -hmm. when we get to the point where AI uh, becomes potentially uh, more intelligent or as intelligent as human beings and maybe even conscious, um, we have to ask ourselves, then at that point, we have to start to understand how do we control AI? Mm. And if you think about it, um, it would be almost impossible to control AI. This is what I'm once, worrying. Once, don't worry about it. You have more problems to worry about before we get there. <laughs> All right. But, uh, no, but it will be impossible to really think about it. Uh, could a monkey control a human being, even if they? No, they can't, I don't think Even so. if they invented, you know, we came from monkeys, right? Yeah, so in a right, sense, yeah. they invented us. But we're out of their control because we're much more intelligent. Yeah. So anytime you get something that's much more intelligent, whatever safety barriers you put in place, uh, they can figure out a way around. So the AI can do this. The only hope and the great challenge that humanity needs to work on, if you're afraid that the AI would seek to control us or destroy us, is to create an AI that cannot exist without empathy for mm -hmm. human beings. Mm -hmm. Empathy, meaning just like us, if we have, we trust people who have empathy for us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you have empathy, it means I can trust you because you are not going to uh, do harm things, you. harm me, right? You're going to look out for my interests as well as your own. So in the future, we are going to need to figure out how to develop AI with empathy mm. and uh, make that intrinsic, mean a core part of the AI that can't be separated from the intelligence. If we can do that, uh, then we can trust AI. 
when it becomes more intelligent to it than us. If we can't do that, who knows? <laughs> okay, who knows? Or sometimes they can be very loyal to loyal to you, but sometimes being stupidly loyal. We right, know. right. AI. <laughs> you know, you could tell an AI,、um, uh, "I want you to protect humanity by stopping climate change," and then the AI, being loyal to you. If there, it was super powerful,、yeah. could shut down every business on the planet, every、right. every car on the planet, and you know cause huge chaos, right? Yes, in trying、yes. to help us. So there's always that that problem too, and we really have to start to figure out early on、uh, how to contain AI, right? How to limit it. We might not want to build a super intelligence, although I believe it's inevitable that we will. Okay. Well, think about it.、Uh, we. Everybody's competing. Every country in the world, every company in the world, is competing to have a smarter AI than everybody else. Yes, you know, and that's natural, right? That's how that's society、natural. works, right?、Mm-hmm. It's going to be very hard to change society so we don't have competition、mm-hmm. and go and put a limit. Every time we put a limit in the past, it doesn't really work. Trigger right? more right. competitive. Right.、Things. So we're going to develop smarter and smarter AI, and、yeah. and and what we're going to have to develop in parallel. Are two things: one, safeguards for people and society how to use it responsibly. That's our first goal. We don't. That's today. That's a risk today. And then maybe out ten, twenty, thirty years. We don't know how long. When AI becomes super intelligent, we're going to have to start also building out uh, uh, empathy、mm. for AI and controls on how、uh, how it's used and how it functions in society. All right. So you guys, if you have any questions, f- feel free to. Chat in our chat rooms and tell us. Although we cannot interact with you、uh, simultaneously, but、uh, definitely we can just、uh, mention some points you might be quite interested in. So just now you mentioned Chat GPT. We know this kind of a chatting bot went viral throughout the whole world, and Chat GPT is everywhere, right? It's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. So. It's a kind of a conversational robot because you ask them questions yeah, and you can, give you, you answers. Can, it's amazing. You can ask it、uh, any question you want, and most of the time, but not all the time, it'll come back with a pretty good answer. Yeah. Sometimes it makes mistakes,、mm-hmm. uh, it, it and it imagines things that aren't real. But how it works is what's called a large language model. So basically, what they have done. Is they've taken all this data, yeah, right, from、yeah. from the web, from created by human beings, yes, you know, on the web that we have put out there,、yeah. given it to this、uh, deep learning algorithm, this this、uh, AI algorithm, and now it can take from that data and intelligently、mm. piece together answers for you. Yeah. So it's not creating the answers out of nothing; it's creating the answers out of what we have given it. As yeah, human beings, right? So we right. made it as smart as it is. If it seems very human-like, if it seems very intelligent, you have to remember all that data came from actual human brains. Okay, true. So, well, you use ChatGPT sometimes, and under what circumstances? I use it every day. Every day. Every day. So I use I use Google because I'm a Westerner.、Uh-huh. You use Baidu、uh, to search, and then I use ChatGPT for different types of questions. For example. So I、uh, was using it today. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What types of questions so, are you going to ask? So I wanted to know、um, what's、uh, the best way to. So I'm going to be flying. For, I'm going to be going from Shenzhen to Hong Kong. 
Okay. And I know I have to go through the port authority, right? Okay. And so I was asking it today, you know, what's the best, most efficient way to get through port authority? Do I take a bus, a train, a taxi, a ferry, you know? Okay. And you could just ask it those questions. Okay. And it will answer. Are you satisfied with the answer? Most of the time I am. So when I talk to entrepreneurs and they're saying, how do I use chat GPT for my business? How do I use it? Don't ask me, ask ChatGPT. <laughs> like go, if you run a certain type, if you run a restaurant business, if you run a music business, if you run a construction business, ask it. That's the beauty of this product. You can actually ask it. Say, okay. I run a construction company. What are different ways ChatGPT can help me? Okay. And it will come up with a list of different ways you can use it. Okay. Now, people are using it all sorts of ways. So they're going to ChatGPT itself, but there are hundreds of other startups out there now many of them from Silicon Valley, but all over the world, who have plugged into the API, basically who are using the chat GPT platform to actually get specific answers. So there are ones that do it for marketing. Mm -hmm. So you, I've used this quite a lot. So you can say, write me marketing copy, write me an ad, okay. write me an article to post on my blog or on my <laughs> social media, you know, uh, help me design a YouTube video or a video that you want to put on TikTok, right? So it will actually come up with all sorts of creative ideas <laughs> based on what is out there in the internet okay. and put them together for you so that you uh, can, can then say, oh, that's a really good idea. I didn't think of that one. And it's the beauty of ChatGPT is you can find most of this information on the internet. Mm. Like if you search on Baidu or Google or whatever, you can find a lot of this knowledge. But ChatGTP really, instead of searching through 10 websites mm -hmm. to find the knowledge, literally searches 50 you know, websites of similar yeah. nature and then compiles an answer for uh -huh, you. Uh -huh. So it's, the big advantage of it isn't that the information isn't out there. Uh -huh. It's not giving you new information. It's giving you in a more efficient way. Yeah, save your time and some Right, effort. right. So it, I just ask it and it searches all the websites and then it compiles an answer. Mm. Compiles it. <laughs> yeah, it basically, uh, you know, assembles an answer. Mm -mm -mm. So it's usually it puts words in there and looks for the next logical word and keeps adding them until it constructs okay. a sentence and a paragraph and then a... <laughs> all right. But, you know... Because before ChatGPT, we yeah. also have such kind of a chatting bots like Siri. Yes. And what makes ChatGPT distinguishes from Siri. previous ones? Yeah, from Siri, Google Assistant, yeah, yeah, all right, the other right, ones that are out right. there. Um, great question. So uh, a lot of people get confused. Like, why can't Siri do this, right? Yeah, right. We, we, we thought you could ask it a question. Yeah. But when you ask Siri, Siri is designed differently. So they're similar technology. The technology isn't that different right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the data is different. Data. And, the, and the learning is different, how it learns. So um, the data that Siri was trained on is data for, uh, to give you, uh, to take action. You want it to take action on your behalf. It's an assistant. So you can ask Siri, what is the weather today? Yeah, right. Uh, what is, um, you know, how do I get to this location? Yeah. You can ask it also, you know, well, can you set an alarm for me and remind me of this? You can ask it to do all sorts of things, task-oriented. A chat GTP is more uh, about uh, getting creative content, creative answers for you. Very different. Like if I ask Siri mm -hmm. um, a question uh, about uh, a topic, it could be, you know, 
tell me about self-driving cars, right? I want you to tell me about self-driving cars. What are the things I should know? You ask Siri, and it doesn't know because it wasn't trained on that data. Okay. So what it ends up doing, it goes to your web browser and it pulls up a bunch of websites and says, go to these websites. <laughs> oh, because it okay. was only trained to give specific answers uh, on specific questions. Uh -huh. And Siri is really good, which ChatGDP is not very good, at understanding the human voice and providing concise answers based on short questions that you speak to it. Mm -hmm. ChatGTP then will give you a whole article mm -hmm. like about self-driving cars, right? Telling okay. you everything about very different answer than Siri. Okay. So this is, th in the future, what we are going to see is a merging of the two technologies. Mm -hmm. We will only have one AI and you will see in the future that Apple, uh, Google, everybody else will combine uh, the Siri-like functionality with the ChatGPT functionality. We're going to mm. see, because what you're going to want is you're not going to want to go to two separate AIs. You're just no. going to, if you ask it about self-driving cars, mm -hmm. you don't want to have to go look at a website. You want it to tell you. Right? Yes. yes. And, and if you ask it uh, to do a task for you, like set something on your calendar or send an, a message, you want it to do that task. Mm. And ChatGTP won't do that. So we're going to see those combined. They're two different models with mm -hmm. different sets of data. Um, and then we'll have an intelligent interface that will decide which one it goes to. Okay. Yeah. Now it made it quite clear for me. Yeah. Now I understand. So you are talking about ChatGPT. Some people say this is a kind of one of the examples of the generative AI. Yes. Or we call it like a new generation of AIs because we can see AI is evolving. And even for, for industries like us, the media, we're using a lot of uh, generative AI tools. For example, some media agencies, they use like the writing tools to write news stories, although it's quite controversial, right? Or they use the digital humans to broadcast the news. Yes. And for BRTV, we also have digital human broadcasters. That's going to become more and more common. Yeah, right. Yeah. So for other industries, like uh, getting back to dozens of years ago, like a uh, Manufacturing, because we've got uh, the robots on the manufacturing line, right? Yes. And also the transportation, the self-driving cars, yes. and healthcare, education. Probably every industry has get involved into the AI sort of stuff. If you are an industry and you are not using AI right now, or not at least looking at it to use in the near term, you are going to be obsolete. It's that simple. <laughs> Think about a newsroom, and you're in media, right? So I could hire now one journalist with chat GTP. They can literally write 10 articles in the time it would take a journalist without chat GPT to write one article. So they're 10 times more efficient. Okay. You know, I mean, you probably don't want to hear it. but No, <laughs> but, no. No, but news organizations want to save money. So they are going to be looking uh, to make people more efficient. And if you uh, look in the real world across all businesses, it doesn't matter whether it's a graphic artist, a novelist, a uh, stock trader, everybody is going to be using AI to become more efficient. It is going to make all of our jobs, uh, it's going, basically, if you're a person in the workforce today, you better be using these tools. Okay. Because you won't be competitive. Yes. Because if your other, if your, if your 
your counterparts, competitors? your competitors are using these tools, they're going to be so much more efficient and they're going to save so much more money and produce so much more and you won't be able to compete with them. So what we're going to see is that is going to be a driver of change in society. The real question we need to ask is, you know, is this good? And well, the answer is throughout history, being more efficient is a good thing, right? Yeah. If one person can yes. do 10 times the work with a tool, like if I, you know, literally, if I can, uh, you know, if, if I have a car and I can go 10 times as fast as a horse, shouldn't I have the car, right? Yeah. I can do so many more things with a car than I can a horse. Yeah. So the horse is obsolete. Yeah. Well, we're getting to that point with information. Anybody in any sort of media information job, whether you're a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, you are going to be so much more efficient with these tools. The real question is, in the past, we've always replaced these jobs, right? We've always replaced these jobs because uh, there has, you know, technology has created more jobs. What we don't know is in the next five years, 10 years, are we going to be able to replace jobs as fast as AI consumes them? Yeah, this is what I'm thinking about because a lot of people wonder maybe after several years and their job's going to be displaced by AI, they will lose jobs and doing nothing and sitting there or lying, lying in bed, pretty much like uh, some scenes depicted in some science fiction films. So I will tell you, we don't know the time horizon on that. Okay. We don't know if that will happen in five years, 10 years, or longer. But it's in it will happen. It's inevitable. It will happen. Like AI, we already can see it, right? Yeah. AI is so good at certain tasks that humans don't need to do those anymore. And it's getting so much more advanced and pervasive throughout the industry that it, it, more and more jobs will be taken over. I mean, robots are getting better on the assembly line. Yeah. They're amazing robots now. Yeah. They have vision and they can pick a certain object. They can pack a box yeah. just like a human does. Yeah. They even have on factory assembly lines, yeah. they have... AI training human workers, like because the AI can see how to do it mo most efficiently. Uh -huh, the human, yeah, yeah. And they're saying, no, 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 move your hand here, move it like this, do it like that. Okay. And then they have the AI on the assembly line mm -hmm. that's literally watching humans as they do their job. And if they make a mistake, the AI will notify. Oh, the, the human, AI master. Right. And this is just the beginning. Like, just the so beginning. You probably heard of MidJourney, the art program, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So right now with MidJourney, I can type in a few keywords, like I can say, create me a golden rabbit uh, holding an umbrella on a beach. Mm. And in seconds, it creates a beautiful image of a golden rabbit on a beach holding an umbrella. Mm. And then I can uh, look at that picture and say, no, I want the umbrella taller. Okay. And make the umbrella green. Mm. And it'll make them all taller and make mm. it like magic. Mm. An artist would have taken a week or weeks to, yeah. to create that image. Yeah. I can create it. I'm not even an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to paint or draw. But yeah. I can create it just either by my voice or by typing. Okay. So think about that. Uh, now, who are they going to hire in the future? Are they going to hire, if they want a, an artist, a graphic uh -huh. artist, to create ima digital images mm -hmm. for them, are they going to hire an artist who uses the old tools and creates it manually? Or they, are they going to hire some person who is really good at entering the keywords, the, the prompts, we call them, key, the words, to actually get the AI to produce mm. it. Mm -hmm. We are already seeing in Silicon Valley that they want the person who can create the words. Yes. So 
there are jobs in Silicon Valley now, extremely high paying jobs, like over 300,000 US dollars for somebody who just tells the AI what to do. Just enters prompts. Okay. All right. I, they don't I, have to code. They don't have to create graphics. They don't have to write. They you know, just enter the, they figure out what, what words get the computer to do what they want. Okay. So if you know how to strike a very good conversation with AI, you're going to just uh, get a well-paid job. No, there's a potential right now. So okay. this is new job creation, right? Yeah. Old jobs going away, new jobs created, right? So we will have new job creation, but Will we be able to create enough more jobs? Will AI make us make, create, make the economy boom and create enough new jobs to fill the old jobs? In the short term, maybe yes. Like in the US right now, uh, the unemployment rate is super low. Okay. Like it just came out. The report literally just came out. Everybody was thinking the unemployment would go up because interest rates are so high mm -hmm. in the US and the economy seemed to be going for a recession. Well, it's not happening, okay. even with AI, right? So uh, there is still, in the short term, we might not have to worry, but definitely in the long term, uh, we will reach a point where AI can literally do almost any job uh, better uh, than a human. Any job. And I'll tell you which jobs might be harder. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so right. they're not the jobs you think. So the high-end jobs, the knowledge workers, computer programmers, like mm -hmm. AI is writing computer code now. Like it's writing pretty good code. It's still you need a computer programmer there because it makes mistakes and it doesn't understand the whole comp project as well as a human does. Um, so it really is what it's doing is making computer programmers faster. But there will come a point where the AI can just write all the code. Like the person just has to enter, you know, the person all who right. can tell it what to do oh my God. will be the one. Um, this is just a matter of time before this happens. So we are entering a future now where um, all the knowledge worker jobs, especially jobs like doctors for diagnosing, you know, I was just with a, a top doctor, medical doctor. And, you know, it's clear, if you, you will not want to go to a human doctor in the future to get diagnosed for a medical condition. Because the human doctor can only have so much data in their brain. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's limited, right? What mm -hmm. their experience mm -hmm. and their data is. Yeah, all right. An AI can have all the data in the world about <laughs> de medical conditions in, yes. its, in, its, in its AI. Yeah. And it can look through all of that and match your symptoms from your body exactly to the most likely uh, diagnosis. Okay. So nobody will want to go to a doctor for diagnosis. Nobody will want to go to an accountant because accountants make mistakes and the computer won't. Nobody will want to go to a graphic artist because the computer will be so much more faster and efficient. These jobs will go away. The jobs uh, that will remain are jobs you wouldn't expect. So, you know, when you, for your office building or your home, when you invite a handyman in mm -hmm. to, oh, repair this heater, oh, fix the sink, oh, go, you know, do the, those are jobs come up occasionally and they're, they're change all the time. And they're very hard because every heater is in a different location and it's different and wire, electronic wiring is different. Those type of jobs Will a robots take robots quite a while to master. You mean like plumbers? Plumbers, <laughs> handyman, electricians, people oh. like that will not lose their jobs. Oh, High no. end people, you know, you'll be replaced with a digital. I will be replaced. <laughs> like, so with the, with the, I will be replaced with a digital twin of you okay, that will yes, do your work. Yes, you know, I'll be replaced. You, you know, will be replaced. All of us, you know, high end people will go before many of the low end jobs. The, the low-end jobs with lots okay. of variety. 
right? Where you don't know what to expect, and there's always changes, and it's complex. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not repetitive work. Repetitive work and knowledge-based work is、yeah. the first、uh, work to be obsolete. Oh no! Writing legal contracts. <laughs> think about it. Writing legal、yeah. contracts. Boom. You already the price of Pearson's, one of the largest textbook companies, plummeted. Because people won't need textbooks, they can just go to ChatGPT, right?、Uh-huh. They don't need a textbook. You know, all of these things are changing. It's amazing. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I'm seriously thinking about change my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is something. You're 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 not the first in the line to go away because people still want to see real people in media. Okay. We have a connection. We know digital digital、uh, avatar. We can accept it, but we won't feel as connected. So we want somebody like us. We want to see you make mistakes and laugh and do all these things, and we want to know you're authentic. There's some authenticity is a big part. Like we can generate AI music now that is literally indistinguishable from great bands, right? From any pop band or classical music. The AI music you can't tell the difference. Okay. But the band is an emotional thing. We want a connection to the people. We want to feel they're real, you know. So we, the AI may help the musicians create music faster and better, but it's not people like you and which is more kind of entertainment. They're actually safer. You are safer in your job than a lawyer. We really don't care <laughs> if our lawyer is a real、oh, no. person. We only care that they do the right job. We don't care that our accountant is a real person. We only care that they do the right job. Okay. So you, do you understand? And so any job with an emotional human connection is safer than one without.、Mm, psychiatrist. Yeah. So it's a mixed bag. So with psychiatrists, we want a diagnosis. Yeah. Maybe the AI can do a better job. But, But we, we want、talk. a human connection. Yeah. We're going to want the person. Okay. So a lot of the human jobs in the future, like a doctor in the future. Won't be there to give you the diagnosis. The doctor may be there to hold your hand, to read the diagnosis, to comfort to, to you, comfort you, <laughs> to comfort to you, to do, do things that, that doctors are very bad at right now. <laughs> like,、oh, no. You know, doctors aren't trained to do that very well. That's going to be their main job in the future.、Oh. Wow, that's really mind blowing. Yeah. So you guys, are you ready for that? So, but、uh, here just now you mentioned probably we can see the old jobs going to just go away, but then we will see new jobs coming out. So here a more like upbeat note, like、uh, AI expert Kai Fu Li from Northwestern University be- believes AI is useless in two significant ways. It has no creativity and has no. Capability for compassion or love. So, can AI be truly innovative? So, I will dif- totally disagree with Kai Fuli. Okay. So, <laughs> you think they、yeah. can be creative? Can be innovative? AI can be more creative and more innovative than human beings. And why? Ah,、uh, simply because it can pull such on such a massive amount of data, and It can iterate, meaning it can create new possibilities much faster than a human ever could. So think about think about this, and I want people to really understand this because people get confused. People think creativity is a human trait, right? Only humans can be creative and innovative. Yeah, it's so far from the truth. Okay. So、um, uh, 
what our brains do really well is pattern matching. Mm -hmm. We match patterns. How, how do you figure something out, right? You mm -hmm. look at your life. Oh, if I keep doing this, it's not working. I should change. Mm -hmm. Whether it's uh, you trying to, the way you talk to your kids, you know, or the way I'm talking to my kids gets the wrong result. Yeah. I'm going to change. Something you do at work, try to do sales. Oh, this sales strategy isn't working. I'm going to change. Uh -huh. You look for patterns and you yeah. match them. It's exactly what neural networks do in yeah. computers. Yes. All they do is pattern match. So AI is going out into the real world and it's looking at data and it's looking for patterns and it's seeing which patterns work and it's coming up with answers. The other thing that the human brain does is when we create. Einstein said it brilliantly, right? Einstein said, what I do when I create is combinatorial play, meaning I, my brain is kind of pulling in random combinations mm -mm. and seeing what the result is of ideas. Okay. You know, Einstein did these thought experiments, right? He's saying, oh, what if this, you know, what if I was on a train and I measured the speed yeah, of time right. and, you know, these are kind of creative ideas. Well, computers, AI does this very well. So what we see when we go into chat GTP or mid-journey, mid-journey is a visual example, so it's really great. All it's doing is pulling from all these different artists, thousands and thousands of artists, and combining their images in new ways. And what we look at is as creative as anything any artist could create. That is creativity. It is. It's pure creativity. <laughs> you, you, and you can even type in the style of an artist you want. You can say, you know, I want it in this style of this artist I love, and literally it will create a new image that never existed in, in exactly the style of that artist. That's what painters do. I mean, great painters, look it up. How do you learn painting? I was just sitting with an artist yesterday. We we're talking about that. She, I go, she, go, she kept telling me, how you learn is by copying. Mm. And then you take and learn their styles, and then yeah. you combine and you start trying new things on your own. Yeah, right. That's exactly what AI does extremely well and extremely fast. Okay. And... You know, you say, can AI create like humans, right? Well, absolutely. Because all this data AI is pulling on is created by humans. <laughs> so AI is literally, this is what I call, um, I, you know, I think of this as uh, data, right? And we are undergoing a new revolution in data and how data is combined and used. And our brains use data every day. None of our ideas... Uh, that we ever had in our brain came from nowhere. No. It always came from data. Yeah. Our eyes, our ears, our sound, our experience, our emotion. AI is tapping into all the same data in the world. Mm. And um, what, we, what we see is the real magic that's happening right now. This with ChatGTP, this is accelerating. This is why AI is going to be more innovative and more creative, ex much more exponentially more in the future, is our interaction with the AI. So I gave you the example of creating the picture, right? Mm -hmm. I said, I want a golden rabbit holding an umbrella on a beach. And then I get a picture. And then I go, no, 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 make the umbrella taller and make it green. It makes it taller and green. Well, what did I just do? I created, I interacted with the AI and I took what it gave me and I created something that I like better. Now, that is data. I just created data and told the AI what I want. And then I may go through and change it again and again and again. Each time I change it, the AI is gathering this more and more data. Mm. We are literally feeding a data machine, right? <laughs> and right. this machine, this AI is hungry for data, right? Mm. So the data being created is not AI alone. It's not humans alone. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's human 
AI symbiosis. That's my word for it. Human AI symbiosis. Symbiosis means coexistence. Coexistence and 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 working together as one. Working together as one. What we have done. A shared future. Right. What we have done is literally a plug all of our brains into AI, and jointly we are creating the data.、Mm-hmm. So when you say, "Can AI be creative?" Well, absolutely, because we are part of the machine. We and it is part of our machine. You, they are inseparable. You cannot separate AI consciousness or not consciousness, but AI's results from human、uh, consciousness and action. The second question that you, Lee Kai Fu commented on was,、uh, "Can AI feel?" This is a question、uh, where he, I agree with him. Right. The、so、first one I didn't. This I partially agree. So、um, we don't know if AI can feel. Right, if AI can ever have emotion,、uh, because honestly, we can't ever feel what an AI. So, if AI gains a certain level of intelligence, will it have emotion? What we do know is that AI will be able to simulate human emotions perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, AI, because it will look at all the data, it'll be gathering data from us.、Yeah. We'll have in the future brain-computer interfaces、yeah. where it'll be reading our brain waves and measuring our emotions, and it will be able to perfectly simulate. What is a human emotion,、uh, so that we won't be able to distinguish between chatting with an AI or even looking at an AI robot、uh, and chatting with a human? There will be no distinction.、Uh, there will be no way for us to tell.、Uh, this is coming, and even today, you know, people have been fooled by ChatGPT. They actually <laughs> thought it was conscious, and a Google engineer、yeah. thought the Google AI、uh-huh. was conscious because it's very, Turing test. Yeah, it can pass the Turing test now. The Turing test is old. The Turing test is is the Turing test is already it, it's already、okay. we've blown past the Turing test. The real question is,、uh, does AI understand in the way humans understand,、mm. which is far beyond AI's can fool us now, right?、Okay. Um, but can an AI have emotion? And the the ultimate answer is we never know. Like you're looking at me right now, all of you are looking at me, and you are assuming that I'm human, and you are assuming that I have the same emotions as you. But you don't know. I may be from outer space. I may be a robot, <laughs> right? I may. You can't feel my emotions, right? Yeah, right. So you can't get in my head. You don't know、uh, whether I actually feel the same emotions as you. You don't even know what any human. You may love them. We all interpret emotions, but we only know what we feel、yeah. and what we think. So we will never know what AI feels. But what we will know is that AI acts exactly like humans. Displays consistently. Displays emotions in the way humans do, then we will treat it as if it has emotions. And for all intensive purposes, it might as well have emotions, right? <laughs> Because there's no difference. We could all be robots, for all anybody knows. Okay, so the future is going to be sim symbiosis. Symbiosis. <laughs> well, symbiosis between us and AI, right?、Okay. We're merging with AI.、All、Essentially,、right. we're creating a new hybrid brain、uh, that is merging with AI. Uh, and will be coexisting with AI,、okay. and we've already done this. And ChatGPT is the latest manifestation, and it points to where we're headed. All right. So I guess a lot of questions in your minds already be explained by Captain. You you agree on that, or you disagree on that? But anyway, we can see we're embracing a new era, right? No matter you like it or you dislike it, it's coming. It's coming in their own way. So here, just because the time limit, I I've got two more questions for you. One is like just now you describe how AI evolve itself, how learn from the big data and be more、um, optimal. And 
what will AI transform the way we think or we will learn? So AI、uh, is already having a profound effect. ChatGTP,、uh, GPT. That's a horrible name, by the way. <laughs> so hard to pronounce. GPT. I mean, GPT. I am. I'm somebody who's dyslexic. I mix up letters. Okay. So I like always saying it wrong.、Um, <laughs> so AI is already changing how we learn. Right.、Mm. So you go to any student now in college,、uh, they're using it to write their essays. They're using、mm. it to get answers. You know, even before that, the internet totally changed how we learn. Like because you could look up anything on the internet. You know, when I was a kid, calculators. Everybody thought people are going to be stupid because they can just like type in the calculator. Nobody has to do math in their head. It didn't really make us any stupider. It it just made us more efficient and and faster, and we didn't have to do things. So in the future.、Um, uh, You know, the information will be less important. The problem solved. How do we use the tools that are available, like Chat GPT? So the the this is what will always be the most important thing. Okay. And in our educational system, we are going to see in the next few years,、uh, AI educators based on Chat GPT and other large language models coming into the marketplace that will totally. Transform how people can learn, and I say can learn, not will learn, because the educational system around the world in every country is slow to change. You know, we are still teaching people literally by 19th century standards. Like in the 19th century, in the Industrial Revolution, they thought it would be a great idea to have, to make education efficient. So before that, only the rich got educated, and they had a private tutor. And when you had a private tutor, you could learn at your own pace. You could learn as good as the tutor was. You could learn if they were really good. You could learn really fast, right? And you could focus on subjects you're interested in, like then, Confucius in China. Right. <laughs> then we came to a point where we had these mass classrooms, which were modeled on factories, right? With、uh, students, one teacher teaching to many students. Some of the students may be super smart. Well, you can't teach to the super smart ones because then nobody else will understand. And some students may be struggling. Well, you can't teach just to the struggling students because then everybody else will be bored. Yeah. So the teachers kind of do a middle ground, right?、Mm -hmm. And the smart students are bored. The struggling students still struggle. <laughs> some of the middle students, you know, yeah, get a decent education, but it, but it's not on maybe what they're most interested in. No. The future of AI is AI can literally look at you and、mm. be your personal tutor、mm. and say, literally, I will go at whatever pace you want to go. I will focus on the problems that you want to solve. The information you already know, we can skip. Like you don't have to learn that; we'll just skip over it. We can go as fast as you are ready to go. That's beautiful for education, right? So this technology is start, starting to come online right now、uh, with AI. It's going to get better and better and better. It's going to be uh, uh, literally、uh, people who want to learn on their own with the AI will learn so much faster than they ever will in any classroom. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends. You can help us create more great content by subscribing and sharing. Also, if you want to access our online startup program, our investor network, and our entrepreneur resources, just come to founderspace.com.